Travel Wednesday on the Hard Shoulder in association with Ryanair, Europe's number one airline, offering more choice, low fares, great care. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. You wanna be where you can see. Well, you learn something new every day, and that is that I've been to Boston. I know a bit about Boston, but I didn't know Cheers was the TV show. It was made in Boston. I assumed it was in New York. The reason we played that, uh, the theme from Cheers, because today our travel destination this week is, as alluded to earlier, Boston. And I'm delighted to be rejoined by Michelle Jackson of The Novel Traveller, who uh, everything we talk about is on her own website, thenoveltraveller.com, and every Wednesday she joins me. And don't forget, if you have a query, uh, do email the hard shoulder uh, or text us at 53106, any aspect of travel or holidays, and Michelle will dedicate a programme every six or seven weeks uh, to answering those. Okay. Is the autumn, welcome back, is the autumn a good time to visit Boston? Oh, I think it's probably the best. It's when it's at its most beautiful. And the the entire New England and all the six states that are included in it, they just turn to a mass of colour. It's one of the best places, one of the best places to go to actually experience autumn. If you really like Halloween as well, it's really good because there are events going on in lots of other towns in Boston itself, but in lots of neighbouring towns around, such as Salem, which is quite famous for it. Um, And they have this thing called Haunted Happenings, and they dedicate the whole month to festivals, um, you know, plays, activities for kids, parades. There's loads going on. And that's only like a very short ride either on the train or you can get a ferry now. This is brand new this year. They've got a ferry from Boston Harbour directly to Salem. And they say the quicker, the only way to get there quicker is on a broomstick. <laughs> so it's absolutely... Indeed. Now, yeah. now for, first of all, a lot of people will be familiar with Boston, but for those who aren't, uh, it's, it's on the um, West Coast. No, East, East Coast. Coast. East Coast. Northeast, okay. Yeah. And, and it, it, like... If you had a choice to go to New York or Boston, I would not hesitate to go to New York. Yeah. Why did you say earlier yeah. Boston's your favourite place? Um, because the size is perfect. It's a little bit bigger than Dublin, but the population is only about 700,000. It's really well laid out. They did this thing in the 90s called the Big Dig, where they removed Interstate Highway 93 out of the centre of the city and put it underground. Now, it cost an extra $6 billion and it went 10 years over you know, time. Yeah, yeah. But the result is that the scent, the thoroughfare is a beautiful greenway. And it's now called the Rose, Ke- the Rose Kennedy Park, dedicated to JFK's mum. And it's really beautifully laid out. And it's very close to all the main parts of the city, especially the, the old town near the north end. And this is where you will find real landmarks of history. This is the birthplace of the American Revolution as such. You know, Philadelphia has its place and that's, of course, where the Liberty Bell went, etc. But really, it all began up here with the Boston Tea Party. Um, okay, and and for those of us who've forgotten what the Boston Tea yeah. Party, this was the Pilgrim Fathers about four hundred years well, ago. Well, the Boston Tea Party came about about over a hundred years after the Pilgrim Fathers. The okay, Pilgrim so Fathers, let's go back then. Okay. What the, the the significance were that people who came from Plymouth came from 
this side of the world yes, went um, over to settle in America, and they were they were quite they were quite religious people because they were. there's there's two things I would say from a history point of view that I, I spent about ten days in Boston, and and the Boston Trail, which is a oh, walk the Freedom Trail, do, the Freedom yeah. Trail, and secondly, there is a hall, an old town hall in the centre of a square, which yeah. is the the very place where Faniel the Pilgrim hall. Fathers. What is it called? Faniel Hall. Faniel right. Hall, and it's right beside. So Quincy there's, Market. there's like, like huge uh, you, you know, you go to Washington D.C. and lots of places. They're full mm. of history, yeah. but this is really you get it's a the sense first of it. place. Oh, so absolutely. this is where the boats came in, the wooden boats. They, and landed. they came in in Plymouth in 1620, actually. So next year highlights the 400 year anniversary. So if you were ever thinking of exploring Massachusetts, this is the perfect year. There's an awful lot on, a lot on, you know, in and around the area of Cape Cod and Plymouth itself. Now, Plymouth has this fantastic thing called Plymouth Plantation, which is like a massive Bunratty Folk Park, but set back in the 1600s, where actors are dressed up in costume and they'll talk to you and they'll tell you what life was like back then for the initial pilgrims who moved there and how they kind of collaborated with the Native Americans because they had their own society built up. And that's the story that's not often told when you're visiting America. And you have to really so go and search and find that. 400, 400 years, years ago. What happened 300 years ago? Yeah, well, well, it was 1770s really was the start of the um, Civil War. In, right. in, and, and, and what's the, Boston's the connection party. with the... With, oh, right, well, well, you see, you see the, the colonies were being persecuted ta- with very heavy taxes. And when they put the tax on the tea, the people who had moved over there said, We've, enough is enough. So instead of paying the taxes, when, when the, the tea came in in a ship, they just dumped, dumped it. it. Right. And they said, right, we're not having so enough So this was the start so of American start. In, Republican Absolutely. independence. Absolutely. Yeah. And there were certain skirmishes. Now, they, they called them battles, but they were very small scale. You know, they were a bit like the pikemen in Vinegar Hill. Do you know what I mean? They, they were so small this battles, was Americans this against Americans, the Brits. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So and there's two layers of history in Boston. Absolutely. And then, of yeah. course, and the whole Kennedy thing. Oh, you've got everything. And it's so rich in, in culture and education as well. But okay. um, I'll go into, I'll go into okay, that. Okay, well, let's, 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 yeah. let's. So we will come to what to see when you're there. Talk yeah. to us about travel. How yeah. to get there? Well, to, well you, it's very well connected. You've got direct flights from Dublin with Aer Lingus, and they're double daily. And you also have uh, flights with Delta. Now, Delta do stop over um, the Christmas, over the the winter, but they start again for ten days over Christmas period you know, to facilitate all the people coming home. Um, and Logan International Airport is the international airport and a lovely little little tip. I've been in it several times, but to get a water taxi from the airport into the centre of um, of the North End, you just hop on. It's about a 15 minutes walk down to I've the I've never harbor. been on a water. And, Describe, what's a oh, water it's, taxi? It's like, it's like a little powerboat and um, it would fit about eight people. And um, I, I came in one night, I suppose it was about five o'clock, it was a late flight, and it was just gorgeous because you had the, the towering skyscrapers and, you know, the lights of the city. And I was there in the little boat. My friend came to pick me up and we were heading back to her apartment. And it, it was just a magical way to, to, to come into an American city. Something no, no, totally no, different. No, so talk to me more about the travel then. Uh, yeah. you, you can fly direct. Yeah, yeah fly, fly direct from Dublin. There are also Shannon flights as well. You can go direct uh, with Aer Lingus. And they are starting up again in the new year. Um, I think it's in March. Yeah, could, could, so, could I just say about the winter? Because uh, we, we've had Bostonians on the show, and Larry Donnelly is one of those. Hmm. It is so cold. 
in the worst of the winter there. We need to mention that. You, you, you do have your real seasons here. And it's, it is a lovely place to experience Christmas, however, because the chances are it will be snowing. And especially if you extend out to the rest of Massachusetts, it will be very, very pretty. When is the I coldest period? Um, January, January, February. February. Yeah, yeah. February, really January, February. They are the, they are the coldest. But you'll get the, you'll hit the autumn first and it's amazing because it happens overnight. And I was there for it happening. And it's around the 22nd of September. You're sitting there, you know, in bright sunshine and it's like somebody just turns a thermostat off. And, um, and the next day the leaves start to turn because it's cold and enough. And you've different shades of orange and brown oh, and so on. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. and, and I can tell you some lovely places actually to go and see and really enjoy that. To see the, the, the Yeah, the, the, the I, I'd, I'd recommend going out to Concord, which, which, which is actually also linked historically with the Boston um, American Revolution and it's also a great literary hub where Louisa M. Alcott, who wrote Little Women, was, was born and she lived there. And um, fame, Henry David Thoreau, who wrote On Walton Pond, one of the greatest philosophers, he wrote that and his little hut that he went out and lived in for two years is there it is well worth visiting because I was there in the fall and it's absolutely picturesque it's beautiful now interspersed throughout this uh, sales pitch for yeah. Boston uh, <laughs> you have a friend a very, a very good friend Clodagh who lives in Boston lived in Boston for 20 years tell us you, what, you what, have some clips well, of, she, of yeah, absolutely. I, she was home this weekend and I said you know what Clodagh can you give us your best tips for you know where to eat because there's nothing like asking a local so I asked her if she'd, she'd tell me the best places to eat. I love Italian so I always recommend the North End to people there's a wonderful place on Richmond Street Monica's but you really can't go wrong every single restaurant there is great or if you're looking for somewhere younger with more nightlife the seaport area is the new up and coming area with uh, legal seafood, a three story legal seafood which is fabulous and right next door, Rosa Mexicana, fabulous restaurant, Mexican restaurant. And, and I'm delighted, you know, she mentioned Seaport and Seaport is an emerging district that has only been in development for the last five years and it's now buzzing. It's kind of the in place to go and there are certain... Hood- oh, isn't yeah, it? no, I was there and I have to say, it's like a wharf it and is, there's all yeah. sorts of different... Uh, aspects of it but it's right on the sea it's, it's right, right on, on the, the port yeah. and so on and and it's really nice it's very trendy and I, I stayed in the Envoy Hotel I remember the last time I was there and, and up on the, the roof they have at, uh, you know all through the summer period they have kind of you know beer gardens and you know entertainment going on and it's a really nice place and there's place good to public out. transport to and from it oh the entire yeah. city but it's a very walkable city it's yeah. a city that you, you you know you just put on comfy shoes and you go off around everywhere uh, very accessible. I mean, at Seaport, across the way is the Boston Tea Party ship where you can go and it's great for kids. You know, you can meet them and they can actually have an interactive experience, you know. And actually, Clodagh gave me advice on some other things to do with kids because she has two um, two young ones of her own. There's a Legoland, which is very close in Assembly Row. It's only a few stops on the Orange Line or you can drive there in about 10 minutes. That's great for the younger kids. And also Museum of Science, very close also. Um, yeah, isn't there the and tea party the ship? Isn't children's it? tea party. The Boston Tea Party is right opposite the Children's Museum. So you could definitely make a day of that, go to the tea party and then the Children's Museum afterwards. Yes. Now, there was something she alluded to there, the Orange Line. Just tell me, what is yeah. the public transport in Boston? The, 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 Remind me. Yeah, it's called the T. 
and it's 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 called the T, but it is the subway, it's the metro, it's it's called the T, and it's it's a train. It's a train, yeah, and it's very cheap. I think it's two dollars a ride. Yeah, and, you know, you, you can really link you up with everywhere. Um, what I actually did though, because uh, I love walking and getting around, I did a lovely bike tour with my son when I went over. Now he was a teenager, so he was about fifteen, I think, at the time. And that we, we poor took... son of his, he's been dragged hitchhiking <laughs> up mountains on bikes and everything. <laughs> I'm sure he's exhausted. Probably, oh, he is. Oh, do you know, you know he, he started to pick and choose now where he wants to go. Which he's, is right getting, right <laughs> he's milking it, you know. Is but, it a place uh, to bring kids? I would have thought I, not so much. Oh, I think it really is. I think it's very family oriented and they love they love kids. And, you know, not just the museum end. They have lots of greenways. And as I said, we took the bike tour, which brought us on the Emerald Ring, which is right around past Fenway Park, which is, of course, where the, the baseball games are on in the summer. And we passed by the gardens. Now, the gardens are, of course, where the, the, the Boston Bruins play in winter. They're the ice hockey team and they actually yeah. made it to the final last year, I believe, and of the Stanley Cup. And, and of course, the Boston Celtics. So if you fancy fitting in an NBA game, you know, um, it, it's all there. It has it all very accessibly. Okay, where would you stay? Well, I think if you really want heritage and you really want a kind of, maybe it's, it's a couple um, and you're doing a, fly, a drive, you know, fly drive over there... The Omni Parker Hotel is very um, historic. I think it's one of the oldest hotels in, in America. And that's right on the Freedom Trail. And it's about a two-minute walk from Faneuil Hall and Quincy Market, you know, that we were mentioning earlier. I think that's a really lovely hotel. Um, and the seaport, if you've got younger kids and teenagers, and that, I, I bring them can, down that Can end. I put it to you that, that um, I, have, I have... My big negative memory of Boston is that... The accommodation was quite expensive and we stayed in a motel quite a bit out of town. Now, mm. uh, uh, it was like one of those things you see in the movies that you wouldn't be surprised what would happen in this motel. But anyway... I stayed in some of those. No, no, they're very dodgy. Yeah, yeah, they're very, yeah. like, you wonder, like, is there a murder? Uh, I've been your cheapskate. I'm disappointed no, 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 to hear sorry, you didn't no, no, look after Deirdre now. Gets worse. Just... This gets really oh, right. worse. The do? story is this, that uh, when I first started going out with Deirdre, the first Christmas present I got her was a necklace, a gold necklace with mm. a, a ruby diamond and a diamond yeah. on it. And it was just for sentimental thing. She wore it every day. We went into downtown Boston and she left it in the hotel room and it was stolen. Uh, well, I'm and very I sorry just, to hear that. I just never yeah. will forgive Boston for it. Uh, well, it, it and it wasn't the value honest, of it. It was just purely it, the same. Uh, no, no, I can really, it's very upsetting when something like that yeah. happens. No, I completely empathize. So don't stay in a cheap but hotel. Try, no, don't no, be a cheap Stay in a really skate. nice one. Stay in one of the ones that I recommend. Yeah, right, don't, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely yeah. All right. And, and, and stretching out, stretching outside Boston, um, there are fantastic places to see. I mentioned Concord, but right beside that is Sudbury and there is this old inn which is the oldest inn in America and it's actually the Wayside Inn now I don't know if you're acquainted with Henry Longfellow but he's the poet and he actually um, he actually stayed here and this, this inn who did? Henry Longfellow who wrote you know the tales of Pocahontas and he wrote about the the, the, the tales of the Wayside well, what Inn what is an inn? is an inn a pub or what? yes yeah, it is an inn and, there, and is there accommodation ago, in it? Um, in some of them, I'm not sure if there is in this one actually. I just went for Sunday lunch and we had terrific um, turkey and homemade apple pie. It was, it was just delicious. It was, it was just really, and because all the waiters were dressed in colonial this costume, is, it was so, very authentic. They do a lot of that. Sudbury, yeah. that is. In Sudbury, yeah, and that's what really. What about, the other thing is, it's on the coast, Cape Cod. Oh, Cape Cod is just 
it's Explain beautiful. Explain what Cape Cod is. Now, this is for your families, and it's great for a summer family holiday. And it's like a peninsula that stretches out from Boston. It's about an hour and a half away. But there are all these lovely little towns with famous lighthouses dotted along them. It's a maritime country. It's kind of like the opposite side of the Atlantic, you know, so very, very rustic rural and rustic but um, there's a fantastic town at the end of it Provincetown which is very colourful very funky How do you and get to, no, to Cape Cod from well, downtown Boston? Well you generally we generally you would Take a fly drive Well you generally no you generally fly drive down to Cape Cod Right would Generally you can get trains, No Cape Cod is where the Kennedys it, had their big home It is and indeed And all the rest of it yeah. so far as like, it's not a place for Mrs. Murphy or Ivan and Deirdre. Like, it's a real posh. Well, it's not as posh now. It's not it's like Long Island. It's for the really most wealthy in America. But you will get really, um, you know, more reasonable accommodation as well. So I, w- I would advise maybe talking to a travel agent, someone who's an expert, you know, um, who will do a bespoke itinerary for you, someone like Platinum Travel, who I've mentioned so before. So how would you incorporate American, that in Cape Cod? Would it be a day trip? American or? Holidays do it as well. Um, I, I would do. I would actually probably, st- if you want to make it your family holiday for the summer, I'd go to Boston for about three, four days, and then I'd head off down the Cape, or I'd go right into the Berkshires, or you could go up to somewhere like New Hampshire, where there is zero VAT on clothes, and and you'll get them all, you know, without any of the tax added. There are so many places around well, New England. Speaking of, of tax, you also spoke to Clodagh. Is, is Boston an expensive place? Well, this is what she said. Really, I think it's about the same as Dublin. You're going to sit, pay the same as you would if you go out to a restaurant in Dublin as in Boston. If you want to do a little bit of shopping, there are definitely outlets which you'll get bargains. But generally, walking around, coffees, meals, same as Dublin. The price of a glass of wine, Cloda? glass of wine would be $10, $11. No problem. That's what you'd pay. Yes, it's about, about, eight, eight, about yeah. eight, 8 euros. Right. Well, it's not cheap. It, it's, well, it's the same as Dublin, really. Well, it's not as cheap it? as Portugal. And No, it's not as cheap as Portugal. But if you go to Assembly Row and you want to do some shopping, there are fantastic. As outlets go, you will make killings on buying Nike shoes and sports gear and things like that, you know, Under Armour, stuff that would be more expensive. No, you said home. you'd come back to yeah. Halloween in this oh, area. Yeah. Oh, well, well, the haunted happenings are remarkable. And as I said, they go on and they go on. But Salem, you know, it has been, the witch trials have been associated with things that are mystical and things that are magical. So if you walk down the main street, you'll find there are all sorts of unusual witch shops where you can have your your palm red or you can read through a crystal ball and and there are reenactments of the witch trials as well people again in in themed costume what were but the witch trials the witch trials were there was, there was a were group they kind of uh, burnt at the stake it, it, yeah it goes back to a kind of a phenomenon it's kind of like a social um, example of how mass hysteria can spread amongst people you know and how lies and how things can be fueled um a number of pilgrims it was back in the 1600s came over and and some of the young girls started saying that they were, you know, possessed and um, they were blaming other people who were completely innocent in the community. And I think it was 15 people were hung all together. Um, oh and it was, yeah, it was, it was, a, it no, was that, a that whole, terrible that, history. That whole kind of, mm. the pilgrims were tough people. They like, were. They were very <laughs> puritanical in they, their approach to life. They, they like I'd say, you know, they were strict. They were, and, and you know, God fearing people, absolutely. And Plymouth Plantation is where you go ass. if you want to read it. If you want to really learn about all that, the Plymouth Plantation, as I mentioned earlier, is so is, is you have the, place the to go. Salem haunted yeah. happenings, yeah, uh, um, spooky events, and and you know, ghoulish happenings. There's parades. Provincetown in Cape Cod. Provincetown is a fabulously colourful, flamboyant town. It's right at the end of the peninsula. It's been home for LGBTQ community for like. De- decades and it's a very popular place to go. This year they have like I think a, a gold and orange 
ball on and they've all sorts of you know colorful events they do lots so of that do. in california too i i yeah yeah, yeah was, la was full of uh pride marches and color and so on Pl- plymouth <laughs> yeah and plymouth also has it has one of the oldest streets in america of course so you'll hear you'll hear the real accounts of paranormal activity and things that have happened over the years okay so let's conclude you've you've we've now sold you boston what are the packages <laughs> well if you want to go there i've got this one starting off a of platinum travel and that would be um if you fancy going out for a june holiday with the whole family traveling dates are june next year two adults two kids for 10 nights with direct flights you can stay for three nights in a boston city Centre Hotel um, and included in it is kind of trolley tours and a round trip to Salem and you get seven nights in the Cape Codder Resort and Spa and um, and we've also got one going out in um, in June as well for a couple if you, perhaps you'd like to go to Salem or Newport and that's for 11 nights uh, the, the price for that is 1790 that's for that's per person and that's um, for June so it's kind of a you know, it's a, it's a good price, but if it's your big family holiday, it's kind of a, a, a nice destination. If it's somewhere, if you've been to Orlando, you've been to New York, you want to see a bit more of America and you haven't tried it there yet, it's a great location. American Holidays also have one. Now, they have prices going out uh, for next year too, but if you really, really want to go this year, and it's it's going to be pricey because of the midterm break and Halloween and everything, but they have an itinerary here for a seven-night stay in Boston in the plaza with three nights at Base Rock in Gloucester. And the total price for two adults is 4282 That's for the two. That's for the two people going all out. in. Yeah, all in, and that so, includes board. Yes, and you'll yes. get you'll get them now. You'll get them all on my website, and it's all and fly drives. Not, not just on the twenty fifth of October, but the first yeah. of November as yeah. well. And that is American holidays. Yeah. All right. Well, all of those details are available on the website of thenoveltraveller.com. My sincere thanks for that thanks, e- Ivan. exhausting and exhaustive <laughs> uh, tour on, and sales pitch for. Uh, what is our uh, uh, Michelle Jackson's favourite uh, city in the States, Boston. Do go and enjoy. Put it on your bucket list. And that's it uh, from this edition of The Hard Shoulder this evening. My thanks to the team from today's show, Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Roisin Davis and Alex Russo. Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy were on sound. Off the ball is next and I'll be back here tomorrow from four o'clock. Now do remember the entire show is actually coming to you from the Dodder Suites in the RDS Bowls Bridge and in the last hour we'll have a live rugby special with an audience um, that you've got your tickets under there. Jack Conan, Shane Byrne, Tony Ward, Tanya Rosser and uh, the best referee in the country ever, Alan Lewis. Do join me then. Enjoy your evening. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.